Hey everyone, welcome to the Institute Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Maria, and on this channel, we will be covering all things beauty school, from the admissions process, student life, and the success that follows our students when they leave. We represent the Institute of Beauty and Wellness, located in Milwaukee's Third Ward, as well as the Aveda Institute Madison, located in the heart of the University of Wisconsin's campus. On this podcast, you will hear from our talented students, instructors, and alumni and deep dive into conversations with guest educators and our administration team to really get a better understanding of what we do here and how we support others on their journey into the beauty and wellness industry. So I'm very excited about this podcast today because we are talking to the big kahuna. We are talking to the person who started the Aveda Institute of Beauty and Wellness, as well as the Aveda Institute Madison. And of course, I am talking about none other than Susan Heisey. She's done so much for the local communities of Milwaukee, of Madison, and she continues to do all she can to bring the best experience possible to anyone who she touches. She really does care about all facets of the beauty industry and the community. How's your morning going? Fantastic, Maria. Thank you. So how has life been for you during this quarantine? Are you doing any Aveda rituals or wellness practices during this time? I am, actually. Uh, To be honest with you, the stress level during COVID-19 quarantine has been pretty high. And so the... Uh, My balance to it is starting uh, with yogic movement in the morning. I'm really focused on doing pranayama breath work, trying to do morning and evening. Uh, Sometimes in the evening, I'm just crashing. (laughs) But needless to say, yogic movement for me is very important. And and also taking long walks with my dog, Nala. Oh, I love Nala. That's so fun. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's important to keep going during this time and to really take this time for self-care. But I wanna start at the beginning of your journey. What initially got you interested in the beauty industry? I got into the beauty industry. I was in high school and my mother's girlfriend was on the board of directors for the Florentine Opera. And she liked the way I did my makeup and hair. And I kind of dressed a little different when I was in high school, I sort of, leather skirts and, you know, made clothing, (laughs) you know, in uh, creative clothing in school. And uh, as a result, she said, hey, you know, we're looking for some makeup artists uh, to do makeup and wigs with the Florentine Opera. You know, would you be interested? And I said, oh my God, that'd be amazing. So basically I then I enrolled in beauty school. And while I was in beauty school, I started The Florentine only does three performances a year here in Milwaukee. And so, um, you know, you have to go every single day. You know, you go a couple hours before show starts and then you do wigs and makeup. You never do the lead. Usually the lead makeup artist or wig masters out of New York. And so you would do, you know, the rest of the cast. And sometimes there was body painting and things like that involved. And it was just an amazing experience. I finished beauty school and the salon that I was working at post beauty school would not allow me to do the shows. And so as a result, I wasn't able to continue uh, doing the work uh, with the Florentine, but I really enjoyed it. And that's where I started uh, doing wigs and makeup for the Florentine Opera. 
you went for cosmetology, correct? I did. Uh, I first went to cosmetology school, uh, which is an 1800 hour program here in Wisconsin at the time. And then I, a couple of years after when I was starting the company, I was starting a skin school, part of the company. And so I was going to be emulating the Aveda program for aesthetics out of Minneapolis. And I felt that I really, even though I was technically already licensed to do skin in Wisconsin, I felt I needed to make the investment and live in Minneapolis and actually go to the Horst Institute uh, at the time. And so I completed my osteology program 600 hours through the Twin Cities, the Horst Institute. And so I've, I've taken both uh, programs. How was that, um, you know, experiencing Horst's very own institute? Well, you know, um, Horst was very active at the time. Helga Hefner was the director of the program at the time. She currently still is a global educator. So Helga and I go back uh, quite a bit, almost 30 years. And, you know, really it was a, a fantastic experience to feel it from the student experience. You know, I had graduated, you know, as a, in from hairdressing probably about five years prior to that. And then of course, you know, going and living in Minneapolis, renting an apartment, and that was a great experience as well. So it was a great experience being up in Minneapolis and getting that experience firsthand. I wanted to emulate exactly how Horace wanted it to, to be. And so I wanted to get that firsthand experience by actually going to school at the Institute, which was sort of the predominant, you know, beauty school in the country at the time. You came back to Milwaukee. Is this when you started distribution? When when did the process start of you really thinking that you wanted to own your own institute, to run your own institute? When did that kind of come into play? Well, at the time, the beauty school that I went to back in the time was called the Eric of Nori Beauty School. And Eric and Carol and Marv and uh, Penny uh, rushing uh, were partners. And it was the number one beauty school in the area. It was all about excellence. Eric and Carol, you know, really all the partners were very active. The students knew them when they went through the program. And anyway, um, the bottom line is that then when I graduated and started working with the distributor of Salon Systems at that time, I just, we, you know, we needed a skin school at the time. And that wasn't something that that group was interested in doing is getting into the skin business. But there was no aesthetic school in Southeastern Wisconsin. And so you had the rise of the Abbey Fontana Spa in Grand Lake Geneva. You had Kohler came up during that time. They needed estheticians and spa therapists. And so the determination was to start a skin school called the Skin Institute. And for the first couple of years, that's all we did was skin. And then in 2000, hair color had come out from Aveda and not all uh, the institute locally, you know, other institutes who had the opportunity to carry the hair color didn't. And so as a salon owner at that time, you know, it was really essential that I had team that came to work with us who had a good foundation of using Aveda hair color because it's just different. Aveda's hair color is very much of an artist palette where you start with just primary sort of flat colors and then you add your tonal quality. It's a phenomenal color line. 
And that's why so many of the best colorists, uh, not all, but many of the best colorists in our region uh, use a beta hair color. And then did you see a connection kind of in the salon experience and the school experience, how they could complement each other's mission, how they could help one another? How did you see those working out together? Well, I always, you know, mentorship, you know, in Europe and around the world uh, in the salon and spa industry is a, an important part of the process. So the Skin Institute and Day Spa, the original company, the, the thought behind it was that the Skin Institute would be an educational facility. And then you'd have the Day Spa where students would mentor professionals. And as a result, they would see this mentorship role. It never quite happened that way. The Day Spa took off uh, to such a degree that the Skin Institute never opened in it. Our first location was on Chicago Street in Milwaukee's historic Third Ward. And so it's a 4,000 square foot space. I was 24 years old, starting the Skin Institute and Day Spa. Well, the Day Spa opened in 93, 94. It was incorporated in 93, 94, it actually opened. And ultimately it was, it just took off to such a degree that the space for the school was needed for the day spa. And so I opened on Buffalo street in the Marshall building uh, for this first school in an old photography studio, which was a very cool kind of space. So that's where the school actually started was in the Marshall building. Gosh, that sounds like a really cool space. What? I didn't know about the second space. Yeah, well, so, the, this, the school has had many locations, uh, always in the third ward. However, uh, it started, supposed to start at 325 East Chicago. It then really opened in the Marshall Building on Buffalo. And then within a couple of years, it moved to, uh, we called it at the time, the Labou Lingerie. Uh, that's where it was a fabulous cafe and restaurant that was in the first floor uh, or in the lower level, I should say, of the, the currently Verizon's in there. And well, it's on the corner of Broadway and Buffalo. And so we then moved there at 2000 square feet. And then we moved over where West Elm is right now. And that was 11,000 square feet. And now we're in the Aveda building. Uh, it's still in the third ward on the corner of St. Paul and Milwaukee. And that's a 40,000 square foot building. So it's been just a heck of a ride. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just keep getting bigger and better, right? Yeah. How did you how did you design the, the floor plans to the Institute? It's very interesting how it goes through clinic spaces and it has this combined guest and learning experience. What made you kind of come up with the overall idea of the Institute and its design? Well, um, for me, uh, in the during these 25 plus years that we've been in the school business, the space of schools has really evolved. But for me, if you're mentoring someone, you know, and you're overseeing, let's say, one faculty member to, let's say, 10 tables or chairs, depending on what, whether it's massage, skin, uh, or hair, you know, for me, you need to see everyone. And if you're behind curtains or doors as a teacher, it makes your job really hard to fully be present while that student is in their practicum. So for us, there's a slight bit of, uh, you know, curtains here and there on our spa clinic floor, 
But otherwise, for the most part, it's really an open concept and faculty can have their eyes on everyone throughout the day, which is great. Same for the cosmetology program isn't really that um, different, however, than what you would see in, in regular beauty schools. However, um, our students are really trained to be blending their own color, coming up with their own blueprints and formulas. And so we are very mindful to make sure it's as hands-on for them as possible. In some beauty schools, like faculty will just throw out the formula and a student will, you know, get product from a dispense where they're not really, and maybe they're getting a lot of advice along the way. So we come up with a blueprint for our guests experience with a faculty member and a student, and then that student executes them and the faculty member knows um, you know, what they're doing. We put the formula on the top of the mirror, you know, the placement techniques, when the start time was, you know, we know when they need to end by for their next guest. So we, we try to make sure that we're managing a really effective clinic floor experience. We call it the clinic lab. And obviously a school is nothing without its instructors. They do so much to keep everything on task, but how do we go about finding and developing the right instructors? Probably. Our instructors are our rock stars. And so quality of instruction in the, is equals the quality of a beauty school. I mean, it just couldn't be any more than that. So we definitely are mindful of the education, the training, the mentoring one faculty member will provide to another. We have an instructor training program in the school. So our students start and, you know, they're, they're introduced to how to be an effective teacher, how to facilitate, how to engage. And uh, we go through a lot of training that way. We spend an enormous amount of time throughout the year focused on training. We have coaches from hair, makeup, color, cut, barbering, massage, and skin. And so these coaches help to oversee all the faculty to ensure the quality of execution, that it's as aligned to Aveda's principles as possible. So yeah, we, we every faculty member at a minimum has at least 20 plus hours of um, training. So we are the only school in the U.S. to combine Ayurveda and aesthetics for a program in skincare that, you know, brings ancient knowledge into the practice. What made you gravitate towards Ayurveda as a practice and what made you include the program at the institutes? Well, Ayurveda is the foundation of Aveda products. And so Horst years ago decided to start Aveda when he was just talking about, you know, with the Swami Rama at the, an ashram in India uh, about where he was as a person, what he was looking to do with his life. And it was the Swami Rama who said to Horace, you need to start a product line and you need to integrate of Ayurveda into the lifestyle to the consumers. Ayurveda, for anyone listening, is basically the medicine, the principle of healthcare that is practiced in India. And so Horace said, I don't even know where to start, uh, how, to, how to make that happen. And so the Swami Rama introduced Horace to uh, 
a very special man who has been a tribal elder at Aveda for over uh, 30 years. And ultimately, they started the product line of Aveda in Horace Kitchen. And so, you know, Shivnath and Horace were the original starters of Aveda. Shivnath still works with Aveda Corporation today, 40 years later. And hopefully he is still able to impress, you know, the roots and the foundation of the tribal elders of Aveda. So uh, why Ayurveda in our program uh, is because <clears throat> we traveled back to the roots uh, a couple of years ago, maybe almost 10 now, and we went to India. We stayed at the Swami Rama Ashram. We went to Phuket, to uh, Rishikesh and, you know, uh, New Delhi and Agra, saw the Taj Mahal. I mean, it was an amazing experience of Northern India. Uh, we never, I, I aspire to go to Southern India. Uh, so I've not been there yet, but um, Ayurveda is really special. The herbs, the lifestyle, it's the mind, body, and spirit. And so incorporating that into the aesthetics program has been just a, a great passion of mine. You know, these students who study Ayurveda aesthetics, they come into class every morning and they start with 20 minutes of meditation. So as practitioners, they are so enlightened. It is just really, really powerful. And, you know, a lot of us who meditate, we may or may not be able to do it every day. However, these Ayurvedic practitioners are practicing pranayama breath. They're doing yogic movement and they're incorporating, you know, the mind, body and spirit into their services. Like you get a service with an Ayurvedic practitioner and it is one of the best spa experiences you could ever get. They're, they're, they're basically chanting or sort of praying over you as they're doing services. And if they're, if they're very good at it and they understood the Ayurvedic practice, it really is a profound experience. Absolutely. What's your favorite one? I've never gotten an Ayurveda treatment yet, but I really want to get a Shira Dara soon. Yeah. Well, you know, Shira Dara is lovely. However, I don't know that I would recommend it alone. Um, because the Shiradhara is basically a warm oil that is slowly uh, dispensed over the third eye or the center of the forehead. And then this warm oil goes down into onto the scalp very slowly. And basically, it is just, uh, you know, a lovely uh, experience for kind of soothing the sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous systems. It's a very lovely, like just gentle uh, sort of meditative experience, um, very conditioning for the skin and for the hair. But to do an Abhinyanga in combination with the Shiradhara is really what I would recommend as the preferred route to go because the warm oil that is slowly and softly to note, some people will get an Abhinyanga massage and they think it's like deep tissue. <laughs> you know, it's not at all. It's not the point of it. It's a very surface, light, gentle, uh, you know, round circles over the joint and then long rhythmic movements, you know, over the muscles between the joints and regularly done. Can it make so many improvements? It's truly, you know, one of the best experiences for a spa experience, I think, that's out there when it's done really well. And then to add 
the eye cupping. You know, we're staring at computers, we're typing all the time. That warm sesame seed oil in small cups, you place face forward. You put your cups over your eye. You take your head back, the warm oil sitting over your eyes covered. And then you open your eyes gently during the spa experience. And you go to the left, you go down to the right. You know, you do these exercises with your eye and it's literally like, you just, after this service, you know, you clear out your ears, your nose with nausea, you gargle with turmeric, do an eye wash, put warm oil in your ears. You would not believe the stuff that comes out of your ears. And uh, <laughs> and then with Avinyanga and Shiradara, oh my God, it's absolutely magnificent. So that oh, is true like healthcare and done regularly. Uh, just you couldn't be a better proactive approach to taking care of yourself. Well, everyone get into Ayurveda. <laughs> that's, that's what we got to say about this. Yes, <laughs> Point blank. You know, Ayurvedic practitioners are really diamonds uh, in the rough. We could do another whole podcast just on Ayurveda, but uh, yeah. it's really a phenomenal we'll, we'll program. Save, we'll save the rest of Ayurveda. We've had yeah, quite a few people a traveling program. from around the country. Uh, to take those program, this program. It's very unique. It's the only program like it in North America where you have an aesthetics license coupled with a Ayurveda training. So it's, it's really powerful. It's a great uh, class. We, with these experiences, we want it to be the utmost of, you know, what our students can get. What is the Sedesco diploma and what makes it one of the most prestigious qualifications in aesthetics in the beauty industry? Sedesco is out of Switzerland, and Sedesco is basically the Europeans, Africa, South Africa, up to Northern Europe, some of the best estheticians in the world. Certainly, um, you know, everyone has aesthetics working on skin therapy for the body. It's really, you know, it uses a lot of what's local around them. So Desco, I think, honors that. It's a high degree of qualification. It uses aesthetics. And then it's the equipment that, you know, that's used in aesthetics today, sonophoresis, galvanic current, high-frequency current, phoratic if the country allows it. It's really a phenomenal sort of European training for aesthetics. So Sedesco is really the only, there's two actually, but one of the two globally recognized practices uh, of aesthetics. So most people who work on a cruise ship are Sedesco diplomats. And again, Sedesco is just recognized for the best estheticians in the world, for sure. Their training it can sometimes in some countries be pre-med. And so the, the medical training uh, combined with the body therapies, they're holistic practitioners and, uh, and very, very talented cosmetic chemists as well. So it's a very, very good program. You know, six programs, additional trainings. What do you think are some of the biggest obstacles? Some of the obstacles that I have been faced with, oh my God, there's been plenty. <laughs> um, you know, Business is something that you could try to forecast and prepare and plan for. Um, but see, I'm in the, the people business. And a lot of, you know, people have stuff, right? We all have, you know, things that are happening in our lives 
that throw us curveballs. And so students have a variety of obstacles that they are faced with, as well as faculty. The faculty is dominant by women, women who are raising children or caring for ailing parents. So I think outside of the economic downturns that we've experienced over 30 years, certainly 9-11, you know, was a tragic, tragic time that the experience was tough for us. And, you know, um, in combination with just, you know, the, the people and some of the things that just happened in life, pretty much we had a fire at, at the, the Water Street and St. Paul location that closed us down that we had to deal with that. Uh, you know, it happened, thank God the doors were closed in where the laundry is. Um, and so it only cont it contained and self put itself out the fire. So that was just a blessing. And, uh, but that also was a tragic, we've lost faculty to, um, um, to cancer and, um, you know, you talk about obstacles and you bring up emotion for me. So anyway, bottom line to it is there's always been plenty of obstacles, but I think, you know, in the industry, we're very resilient and we've always been looking, we always live our lives with the glass half full. So we are always optimistic and looking forward. And obviously this time is no different. But hey, in your place specifically, you do get the support of your sisters, Bonnie and Lori. Yep. I just, I have to bring up, because I think it's kind of cool that all three of you guys work together. What's your favorite part of working with your family and having them close to you? I have some really, really, uh, you know, hardworking uh, sisters and family in general. To be honest with you, my dad started off years ago when he first retired from truck driving after 30 years. He would do the laundry at uh, locations. He'd come in, we'd have a really, you know, jamming day and we'd have mounds and mounds of, of, of laundry. And he would be like, didn't anyone work on this all day long? And I was like, dad, we've been working on all, that's how busy we are. And, you know, I just would say like, listen, trust me, it's a good thing that we're this busy. So thank you very much for coming in and doing the laundry. He would just clean it, dry it, and then put it on these huge laundry tables. And we'd come in the next morning and we would all just sit around and do a jam session. We called them our huddles. And we just all chat about, do our laundry, chat about our day. And we'd all take clean laundry in and we'd be jumping again. So my dad started with the company early on. Bonnie was working in distribution for Aveda and she led education, or not led education, but she was a coordinator of education. So she had a keen experience to Aveda and what the expectations were. And so uh, Lori came out of University of Wisconsin-Madison. She, after finishing school, started with us. And really, um, you know, it's been tough, frankly, working with family. It's not as easy as people think it is because we're all very opinionated <laughs> people. And so um, you can only imagine what the experience is like. And I tell you, it's affected our relationships today because we work together. And, you know, it's really, it's made, it's made family harder, to be honest with you which was already hard in my family to begin with. And it definitely makes it a harder, but I'll tell you, they work both Lori and Bonnie work really hard every day. 
and are always looking out for everyone's best interest. And, uh, and I do think when they make recommendations, they are thinking on behalf of everyone in the company as well, because they know everyone too. So yeah, it's definitely been uh, a great experience and a treasured one. Well, I'm glad you could share it with them. Yep. So as my final question, you know, you have a cosmetology certificate, you have osteology. Do you ever miss being more hands-on with the craft? You know, what was your favorite aspect of either of those programs when you were working with them on the floor in a salon, in a spa? I love, love, loved working behind the chair. Hard work. Uh, never, never take that work that, that the team does uh, lightly, both in a salon and spa perspective, as well as a teaching perspective. I loved teaching. I loved engaging the students. I loved working with guests. I love the conversations, the the trends, the I loved the work. I mean, it's it's seriously, I fly out of bed uh, in the morning and uh, I, I love my children <laughs> who I'll do anything for. but um, I certainly love what I do and and I love whom I serve. And it's really, I'm passionate about the guests uh, that we get the privilege to work with as well. It's really a labor of love. So all of it, really, there isn't a service. I loved the wet room that we had. I loved even just cleaning out these huge uh, jacuzzi tubs, per se, I'll call them. And they were like six feet. Uh, and they were really hard to bleach out in between every single guest and then fill them back up. But I'll tell you, every aspect of the service, Vichy shower, scotch hose, uh, massage, facials, what we do is just an awesome service experience. And so it's really been a pleasure uh, to do it all these years. Yeah, your, your role has definitely changed, but I think it doesn't take away from all of the great things you do and all the great things that you see and are now able to facilitate for other people. Is there anything additional that you want to shout out or add, or is there I, any advice that you want to give people in this time? I think for me, there's been so many team members who've come and gone over the years. And, you know, I've learned from every single one of them. My role is to support my team in achieving their dreams and helping them to become the best professionals and people. I, I think that the, the diverse amount of training that we've provided our team over the years. And so just to all those team members who've been in the past are currently working uh, together with me and that I'll work with in the future. It's just been uh, a pleasure uh, to serve them. And I am grateful for all of their hard work. Guys, that's Susan, always given her 100% heart to everyone that she passes. I want you guys to go follow Susan on Instagram at Susan Heisey. You are truly the OG. You are an inspiration to all of us, and we love you very, very, very much. Thank you so much, Susan. I hope thank you, Maria. That was fun. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll talk yeah, to you guys another time. Bye, Sue. Bye bye.